Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George and Benta. Hi, gratitude seekers, and welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today, I have a really, really special guest. Uh, it's Josh Friedman, CEO of Six Seconds, and he is one of the world's leading specialists on developing and applying emotional intelligence to improve performance. He has trained individuals and teams on EQ and business organization from FedEx, World Bank Group, American Express, Morgan Stanley, Make-A-Wish Foundation, Microsoft, all branches of the U.S. Armed Services, and the U.N., and I think many, many more, actually. So um, I will let him tell you more about himself, his work, and his vision, because he, he is a visionary, and he has done a lot in this world to... to bring uh, emotional intelligence to people and to organizations. And I think he's doing some awesome work. Josh? Thank you. Uh, now I'm embarrassed. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we started in 1997, uh, really with the question, not so much what is emotional intelligence, but how do you actually do it? And how do you use it? How do you apply it? What do you, <clears throat> how do you teach it? And there's a lot of really amazing science about emotions and emotional intelligence, but it tends to be pretty abstract. And we were all educators and we, we came from a school where we had taught uh, emotional intelligence. And Dan Goleman, when he wrote his book in 1995 about emotional intelligence, he talked about our school <clears throat> as a model of how you teach this. And so we, we thought, okay, let's really focus on this question about how do you actually learn to be more effective with your own emotions? And that's what got us started. And now um, we have uh, people working on this in 127 countries and wow. lots of different uh, assessments and tools and methods to really take the science and make it practical. And our, our goal is really what we think happens is when we build a community of people practicing these skills and supporting each other to do that, what we see is that the world becomes a place with more insight, more connection, and more purpose. And so for us, that's what emotional intelligence is really about, is that insight into ourselves and each other, the skills that help us connect again with our, inside ourselves and connect with each other, and to live our lives and do our work in a way that's more purposeful. And our vision is that a billion people in the world will be practicing uh, the skills that allow those three outcomes. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And I think you're doing some great work. And uh, what I appreciate is, uh, what I appreciate you for is the fact that um, from what I've seen you uh, along the years um, you are actually practicing it's not like just the theory of emotional intelligence you are actually practice, practicing it yourself and you have 
examples from your own life. And um, I, I think this is very powerful and very authentic. And also, I know, I know that you are um, a person that practices gratitude also. And uh, that's, that's why uh, I wanted to have you here on uh, the Gratitude Podcast and for us to speak more about how um, emotional intelligence blends with uh, gratitude and um, what's your view on this. So I just want to talk about what, what you said about practicing for one second. And that yeah, is, sure. for me, it's really important to distinguish between being an expert or being a guru and being a practitioner. A practitioner is somebody who practices. And if I had to be an expert at using emotional intelligence, I would be out of a job. Uh, just this morning, I had an interaction with one of my colleagues on email, and afterwards I'm thinking, wow, that was not very emotionally intelligent. Um, let me fix this. And to me, practicing is about recognizing those opportunities to put the skills and put the process of emotional intelligence into action. And so, yeah, I, I am a practitioner in the sense that I struggle to be emotionally intelligent, as emotionally intelligent as I want to be. I struggle to have the insight into myself and others. I struggle to connect really carefully. I struggle to stay on my purpose instead of getting distracted by all this other stuff. And so this practice is a, a way for me to notice when I'm getting off course and to get back on course. And so I, I'm much more comfortable saying, yes, <laughs> I practice with that recognition that it's not about expertise. And I see that gratitude is one of the incredible tools in the toolbox of emotional intelligence to say, when I'm getting off track, how do I get back on track? Or when I'm, um, when I'm wanting to shift my own emotions, or when I'm wanting to really focus in on uh, my own well-being and purpose and connectedness, actively using gratitude has become a tool for me uh, to shift my whole thoughts and feelings and actions. Awesome. Josh, I really believe that... Um in order to be grateful consistently, because this is what I want to do with, uh, with this podcast, to um, get people that are already grateful and to inspire people to be grateful consistently and to have this as, um, as a way of dealing with the problems and a way of enjoying life more. So one of the, the best ways, I think, to do this is by being emotionally intelligent, like you need to be aware of your emotions in order to to have any any power over what what your reactions are and um, choosing gratitude is actually an exercise i think in emotional intelligence like you have to um, be aware of your own emotions and to to see to choose other emotions like gratitude or higher emotions in general. So I, I think this blends, yeah. Yeah, I would say one of the keys to that is even just believing you have a choice. 
Yeah, exactly. And I think it's important for all of us to remember, uh, it's not about um, inventing an emotion that doesn't exist. It's not acting, right? It's about tapping into something that is there. So if I'm in the middle of an argument with my wife, it doesn't mean I, I don't also love her. Hmm. Probably some of the heat in the argument is because I care so much. Yeah, and exactly. So if I, it's not saying, oh, I need to pretend to care. It's that feeling is there. And I think the same thing is true with gratitude. It's, it's so often present, but maybe it's hiding underneath something else. So as you said, noticing that maybe I'm not reacting the way I want to be reacting. And then uh, saying, what else am I feeling? And I actually think this is, I, I mean, just noticing my feelings is a great step. But then the yeah. second question, what else am I feeling? What am I feeling underneath that? And I think that gives us an, an incredible doorway to step into some of those other feelings. I have an example I was thinking about a few years ago, I was um, on the Today Show and <clears throat> I've been speaking a lot. I've been on radio and TV and whatever. And um, I don't usually get very nervous, but I <clears throat> you know, went through the whole process of getting ready for the Today Show and I'm walking in and I step onto the set and there's three different sets going on and they're like all these people and cameras. Yeah. <laughs> I started to feel really nervous. And this is my first time on, you know, this kind of really big show. And it's uh, incredibly chaotic. Yeah, I'm sure. And, and I started to feel really nervous. And then I thought, what a gift it is that I get to do this. Yeah. You know, and I, I and, and first I was thinking, oh, there are all these people. There are millions of people who watch this show. What if I'm an yeah. idiot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I thought, wait a minute. I get to share something with millions of people. And Georgine, it wasn't an intentional, like, okay, wait a minute, I should be grateful. But it just kind of, I think because I have practiced it, it just kind of came up for me in that moment to say, exactly, yeah. there's so much to be grateful for in this. And what I experienced is my emotions completely transformed. And I... I mean, it's not that I didn't have a lot of energy and wasn't, you know, my heart wasn't pounding, but it was instead of my heart pounding in fear, my heart was pounding in joy. Yeah, exactly. And uh, wonderful. Many people said to me, you know, oh, you looked so calm in that video. <laughs> like, well, it wasn't at all calm, but I was sure. really grateful uh, for that opportunity. Yeah, this is amazing. And I think you got to a really, really good point here. The fact that you you have had this practice of uh, being aware of your feelings and choosing in, uh, differently, like uh, not choosing the, uh, you may not call them negative emotions, but uh, emotions that are not very helpful. And you, you got to, by, by having this practice, you got to have a positive emotion. And even more, being in that situation, you got to um, to share that emotion with a lot of people and it's the, the version of you that was with gratitude in, in your heart was much better than the version that was fear, fearful or 
uncertain or I don't know exactly what was the, the feeling that you felt right then. I want to talk about that <clears throat> negative emotions idea because yeah. you're right. I don't believe there's such a thing as, as negative emotions. Uh, all emotions are there for a reason. Uh, they're a kind of message from you to you. And I want to give you an example of this. I had um, an accident and I ruptured the quadriceps tendon in my, uh, in my right leg. And that's the biggest tendon in your body. Oh. And it takes 18 months to heal. Oh and during that time, I was trying to practice optimism and saying, okay, it's temporary. It's just my leg. You know, I can make it better. But damn, this is bad. Yeah. You know, and, and trying to push away the negativity. Uh, about two years later, it happened on the other leg. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I had a really different experience the second time. And I'm not exactly sure what triggered it. But in the second time, instead of saying, I'm going to try being grateful for everything in my life except for this problem, I said, I'm even going to be grateful for this problem. I'm going to be grateful for this pain. This pain is teaching me. Mm -hmm. This fear is teaching me. This despair is teaching me. This helplessness is teaching me. These are, these are my allies because I'm facing something really difficult. And what, I, what happened for me is that the second time the healing was so much faster and so wow. much painful. It's, it was the same injury, complete rupture of the quadriceps tendon. But I, uh, within a month of the Second one, I had no painkillers. I was active. We were working on remodeling our house. And <laughs> the picture of myself with my brace and my leg, you know, I can't bend my leg with my brace and I'm carrying some lumber and I have a pencil behind my ear <laughs> you know, and I crutch under one arm and I'm going down the hallway with the lumber. Yeah, wonderful. But, you know, it's, it's really easy to be, it's right now, it's a gorgeous day outside we just had storms and it's been raining and uh there's this bright green and the you know blue sky out my window where i'm looking it's so easy to be grateful right now it's hard to be grateful when you're in the shit <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you know and when you're in pain and you're hurting and you're miserable uh it's really hard to be grateful then and what i would say is uh, even that struggle, if we can find... California, we sure have been through something like never before. COVID-19 deeply affected every aspect of our lives. Go to calhope.org. Hope lives here in California. And that, wow, this struggle, there is a gift in this. Um, the president of Six Seconds, Annabelle Jensen, says every adversity as a gift. And I say, but it's damn hard to unwrap it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, I wanted to say this too, um, because for instance, when people are like teachers and people that are okay, they, they are okay, nothing is happening bad to them. But when you are in the pain and in the situation and somebody tells you there's a gift inside of this, it's like, really? I'm hurting like, oh, and you, you tell me this is, there is a gift in this. It's, where is it? It's like we tend to, to uh, 
push that away and uh, to say, okay, what gift can be in this? But how, how do we deal with this? I, I think what you said uh, with uh, being authentic and sincere with our feelings and really uh, feeling them is, is one way. Yeah. I think that um, I've been afraid of feelings in my life. I've thought, you know, they're out of control, they're confusing. And so my, what I learned to do is to push them away. Yeah. And I'm not saying we should express all our feelings. I'm not saying we should lay on the floor and, you know, kick our feet and scream when we feel frustrated. Yeah. Um, but there's a difference between saying, okay, I'm going to express all my feelings and saying, I'm going to accept my own feelings. And just say, okay, I am feeling sad. I am feeling angry. I am feeling jealous. I am feeling joyful. I am feeling proud. I am feeling hopeful. Like all of these different feelings saying, okay, yes, I feel that. It is what it is. Now, what's it telling me? Uh, if I could, I have one more story I wanted to share with you. About sure, that. sure. I love stories. <laughs> so a few years ago, many years ago, I was working on a consulting project and one of my colleagues, uh, I was feeling really frustrated with him. And it was, I don't know, in some city, in a rental car, on some road I didn't know, you know, I'm driving along and I'm thinking about how he's not doing what I thought he agreed to do and he's not falling through and blah, 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 blah. And, and I was feeling really irritated with him. And I started, again, not super intentionally, it just sort of happened. I started to say, well, there are some things he is doing well. And I thought, well, let me pay attention to that for a minute. And I started just thinking about the things that I appreciated. And Georgian, what was so interesting to me is that as I started to appreciate him and identify things that I appreciated, first of all, I began to feel appreciation, which is a form of gratitude, right? Yeah. And as I started to feel appreciation, my frustration went down and then I started to feel empathy. And I began to see that he had a very different perspective than me that was valuable. And I think this process is super interesting. You know, you're frustrated about someone or some situation. So you start saying, okay, what are things, they're, they're wrong and they're horrible and they're stupid and they're doing everything badly, but there's got to be something I appreciate. Let me just let me make a list. And you start identifying those things until you actually feel appreciation. And what happens is you feel like these barking dogs inside you start getting quieter. And then you imagine telling that person, you imagine expressing that appreciation. And my, what I found, I've tried this many, many times since then. And what I found is that suddenly, I don't even have to say anything to the person. Suddenly, my whole view of them starts to change. Wow. And we start communicating better. So I call it authentic appreciation as a technique. Uh, where you start with just saying it, even if it's not real. It's just yourself. You're in the car by yourself. And you're saying, God damn, da, 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 da. So, okay, wait. <laughs> like, okay, yes. But what about this and this and this? And eventually, if you can identify the things, you start to identify some things you appreciate. 
And then you start, it becomes authentic when you start to feel it. And then it doesn't matter what words you use. You don't have to say, you know, well, you are this because da 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 da. It just, it, when it becomes inside you, it's going to come out in a really uh, beautiful way. Exactly, exactly. And um, I also believe this works uh, with our life in general. Like, um, I wrote an article about uh, the fact that in order to have a great 2017, it's important to, um, to build upon the blessings that we had in 2016. Because um, if we look back at the year and we see the beautiful things that happen each month and we, we see ourselves as being blessed, as uh, we appreciate the things that happen, is something that inside of us, it builds the momentum for 2017 to be even more beautiful because this is the way we see life and the way we, we, we build upon things. And I believe this, this is a, a great way of um, creating our lives. Yeah. It's, it's not about ignoring the problems. It's yeah, about totally. focusing energy and attention on what we can appreciate focusing on energy and attention on gratitude because it gives us clarity and it gives us uh, insight into what's really important to us. And then it gives us energy. And I, I don't know about you, but I mean, I need the energy. I, there's so much I'm trying to get done. Exactly. I need a lot of energy to do that. So, there is this source of, of power. And I don't know uh, where, where you listeners are in the world, but you know, I, I see in a lot of places in the world, people are feeling powerless. And you know, there's a lot of uh, very controversial elections happening in different places in the world, and there are different political things happening and environmental things happening. And I think a lot of us feel powerless. And it's super amazing to realize how much power we have. Emotions literally are power. It's power in our bodies. They're chemicals that contain energy. <laughs> and so when we feel even despair, actually, it's power. Wow. And maybe gratitude is a way that we kind of harness that power. And, and start directing it towards the direction we really want to go. Yeah, that's so, wonderful. So it's not, it's not about denying problems. It's what you said is, is so beautiful. It's about focusing our attention and energy on what we want to build upon and where we want to go. And I think you're right. Gratitude is going to open that door for us. Exactly. Exactly. And um, I think that, uh, like I said, emotional intelligence helps a lot with this because um, it takes um, being conscious of, of the emotions that you already have, uh, making something good out, good out of them and uh, choosing consciously um, gratitude and having as much as possible a habit 
of seeing because this is the thing um being grateful is really easy once you have something amazing happening in your life <laughs> like when yeah. a, an amazing event happens you're like wow i'm so grateful i'm so grateful but i think the power of gratitude comes in when things aren't that great and you yeah. you're able to to see life in in a in a way that you see the the blessings even though it's really hard to see them i remember when my yeah. father died um my brother and i were sitting on the stairs outside his house and we were both just sobbing and my brother's 10 years younger than me so he's you know my my baby brother <laughs> and um we're just sobbing and I have my arms around him and his head's on my shoulder. And so we're just, I mean, our shirts are wet and it felt so good. And I just remember even in that moment thinking we are so, it's we're so confusing. <laughs> like, you know, these things, it's not that our sadness cancels our joy. It's that these two things can exist together in this paradox. And I think being able to embrace that is, is incredible. I, I also just want to mention that, you know, the neuroscience about appreciation is that it, it does diminish stress. And so from an emotional intelligence perspective, one of the things that triggers our negative behaviors, I don't think they're negative emotions, but I do think they're negative behaviors. One of the things that triggers our negative behaviors is stress. We become more reactive. We become more short-term. We become more oriented to fight or hide or run away. Mm -hmm. And so if we can mitigate that stress, we can notice that stress, we can mitigate that stress by finding something to be grateful for, even the cause of the stress, even the situation. Uh, then the stress subsides a little bit. We start to capture back some of that energy and we can move in a, a more intentional way. Yeah, that's beautiful. And um, getting back a bit to, to your story, um, what I've seen from my own experience, and I know from theory also, um, we have like a certain range of emotions that we feel. And usually when we, like, when we don't allow ourselves to feel um, the, the so-called negative emotions, uh, the right way like to really feel them and to accept them um the the positive emotions also get to a lower level like we can't feel as happy if we if we don't don't allow ourselves to feel uh sad and this is really interesting maybe you can uh, say a few words about this so uh, i'm sure many of your listeners uh, are aware of the work of brene brown and she does this fascinating work about uh, vulnerability and how we try to cover our vulnerability. Um, and it's natural, right? I mean, I don't think anybody likes being vulnerable. It's, it's a message that we're at risk. Uh, and, and her research is that when we suppress any feeling, including vulnerability, we suppress all of our feelings. And, my latest book is called Wholehearted Parenting. 
and a nod to Brene Brown there, who, who wrote something called The Wholehearted Parenting Manifesto. And she talks about uh, this, you know, this idea of wholeheartedness is about embracing all of these different dimensions of our emotional experiences. And I think it's a, maybe emotional intelligence doesn't mean we're more calm or more, um, maybe not even happier in a sort of surface sense of happiness, but I think we're more wholehearted and we're able to be agile in our, in our emotions and to shift between them and to adapt to the different situations in our lives more fully. And I think that's probably a more powerful and interesting goal uh, of really tapping our strength to create the changes that we want in our lives and in the world. Yeah. I believe also that um, what we desire, for instance, when we desire more wealth or uh, all kinds of material things, for instance, um, we actually desire some emotions mm. and uh, we, we don't want actually, uh, I don't know, that car because we want to have that piece of metal because it's nice in some way. We want it because we have certain emotions that we correlate with that. And that's why I believe that emotional intelligence is, is really powerful and it brings us um, a wider range of emotions and that we can enjoy more. And this is actually what, what we want. Um, it's not about, um, it's important to, to earn money and, and things like that, but um, the, the thing that we want most is to, to feel emotions, to, uh, like, that's why I think uh, there was a study about uh, money and how people spend it. And the fact that experiences uh, were making people happiest. And yeah. I think experiences made people happiest because they involved emotions. New well, can, you, can you imagine, you know, watching TV and seeing advertisements that were just factual? You know, yeah. this car is this big, it goes this fast, and there's no like, boom, you know, and no like, yeah. laughing in the car. It's just, just the facts about the car. Yeah, that would be... It wouldn't work. <laughs> exactly. Right. So advertisers know exactly, you know, they're, they know exactly what you just said, which is people are making these decisions for emotional reasons. And so they're going to position the products in a way that says, you know, yeah, this is going to give you these other benefits. It's not just a form of transportation. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I think you know, if we turn that around as consumers and say, yeah, okay, I, I do need some transportation. I do need to make enough money to pay my bills. But beyond that, what is it that I really want? And again, I think if we, that's part of that insight that I talked about at that beginning. And I think part of what we really want is to be connected with each other. And part of what we really want is to live our lives in a way that's more purposeful so that we're contributing to creating more of these things in the world that we want to have. Yeah, exactly. To feel, to appreciate others and to feel appreciated. I think this is one of the 
the most important things that we we yearn from for actually yeah and it's that connection yeah exactly exactly and uh, it was really really interesting for me for instance after um i can't say that i i was from a poor family but i i wasn't i wasn't from a rich one also um but when i got to have uh, a bit more money than than my usual than my family uh has i thought that if i may make enough money um like all my problems will go away yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was really interesting to see that um even though i made more money i uh, i solved some of my problems but also i still had the same kind of emotions and uh, i think this this is really important to see that um the wealth that we actually desire uh, may be actually uh, on the inside like a wealth of emotion um a wealth of gratitude for the things that we already have in our life and to enjoy them more and uh yeah this was my experience on this and i think this kind of wealth is um it would be great if it would be something that more people would love to have and to focus more on because i think this is what we we all want actually yeah maybe that's really what prosperity is exactly it's not just material wealth but it's prospering <clears throat> it's that flourishing of of who we are in our relationships in the world and i think we can we can all create more of it yeah this is why i appreciate your work and i believe that it's really important that people get to be more conscious of of their feelings and uh, to to choose more more consciously what they feel and uh, and i love the the fact that you're also authentic about this and like it's not something if you're emotionally intelligent doesn't mean that uh, all of the emotions are like controlled and everything is fine all the time and there there are no problems but the way you deal with problems i think it's uh it's what uh makes you uh not better than than other people like <laughs> makes you an expert in, on this yeah well i i will keep working towards expert but <laughs> thank you yeah and yeah. uh and i also want to say i'm really grateful for the opportunity to be here and to share and thank you for uh helping more people uh think about gratitude and practice it yeah totally i i think that these two combine and it's not just me i i've uh, for our for the research for our interview um i i looked up on on the internet a bit and i found a, a study from 2016 actually that uh, found the correlation between gratitude and emotional intelligence they oh, wonderful please yeah. share it with me sure sure it's it's really interesting and um i thought that it was only in my head but it's it's really nice to to see that it's actually a study made on this and yeah um do you have a final message for uh, our listeners on uh your work or um what you would like our listeners to um to keep in mind when it comes to gratitude i i said it before and i'm just reiterate we have choice and our choice matters so it starts by being aware 
and then by exercising that choice and doing it to contribute in the world and, 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 and make the difference that we want. So awareness, choice, purpose. Uh, and we all have that power. And yes, it, sometimes it's very, very difficult. That's when it's most needed and you can do it. Exactly. Perfect. Perfectly said. So um, one more thing I wanted to ask you. You said something about a book that, uh, that's coming up or you already launched it? Yeah, so that, that was my, my last book on parenting. Um, uh, so I have several books now <laughs> and, yeah. on, on emotional intelligence and leadership and change and uh, business and, and parenting now. And uh, we also have a curriculum for schools. So uh, you can find all of those on Amazon or you can go to our website, sixseconds.org. Mm -hmm. And we have tons and tons of articles and resources. So I encourage people to explore there. And we also have free e-learning courses for people to get started. Awesome. Awesome. So thank you very much for, for being here with us and for sharing these amazing insights and uh, for being so authentic and uh, sharing your from your own experience it was wonderful thank you my pleasure are you looking for an easy way to be more grateful and happy during work days get a daily checklist with the best five ways to easily supercharge your gratitude during work days you will discover the simple tricks that will make gratitude easy for you that I've learned from interviewing amazing, successful people for the Gratitude Podcast. You will also have simple daily checklists that you can print and use right now and also tips for what to do when you wake up, when you're on your commute, at work, after work and before sleep. You can find it on georgianbenta.com slash checklist. Again, georgianbenta.com slash checklist.